Across the moors there rode a highwayman. Pistol and rapier at his side, he wore a coat of purple velvet, the pile and the cuffs worn short. A little steel cravat pin glinted below his chin, and his smile glinted too as he lightened the purses of the wealthy. Stand and deliver. Crumbs. Down from the carriage, please, young man. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. If you would be so kind as to step to the side of the road. Thank you. Keep an eye on him, Horace. (laughs) Good evening, ladies. I hope you've had a pleasant ride. Pardon the interruption, but as I'm sure you've noticed, this is a robbery. Oh, thank you for the explanation. The pistol really wasn't sufficient indication. Miss? I find it helps to be clear about one's intentions. Is that so? Yes. I have no wish to harm you. I will go through your luggage, take what I like, and leave you to your journey. Which I think you'll have no complaints about, because, as you notice, I have a gun. You're very polite for a highway robber. Oh, thank you kindly. You're rather rude for such a grand lady. I'm not usually. Remind me who's robbing us at gunpoint. I think he qualifies for most rude. I don't disagree. But here we are. May I help you out of the carriage? I can do it myself, thanks. As you please. Miss? Very well. I warn you, I've not much worth taking. I'll see for myself. Thank you very much. Now, you three, stand over there. That's it. Like you're having a portrait done. And I'll be but a moment. Miss, what are you doing making smart comments and letting him take your hand? I'm not the only one being smart, Maggie. Lost my temper. Anyway, that's me. It's not like you to be so bold with a stranger. Don't you think he's rather handsome? And he's got a rapier. If only I'd been able to bring one of my swords, I could have fought him off. Or been shot, because he also has a gun. Well, he doesn't seem inclined to use it. I'd rather not test his limits. Yes, I suppose he's handsome in a sort of aggravating way. Still, I've half a mind to saddle the horses while he's up there. Don't. Listen, I'm only trying to enjoy myself well I can. (laughs) This is enjoyable? Anything is that delays our arrival. Miss, I know it's not what you'd have chosen, but you must make what you can of it, and things will be a touch more bearable. Trust me. Sure. an odd sort of rich lady to not have any jewelry. I suppose such a lovely person as yourself has no need of it, which is terribly inconvenient for me. That's too bad. May we go now? Please. Hang on. I wouldn't want him to be inconvenienced. Oh? Miss, what are you doing? 
is one thing. Now that is a gorgeous pearl necklace. Mm, I detest it. What a terrible shame if it was stolen. <laughs> uh, by which I mean, you may take it if you wish. Gladly, and greatly appreciate it. Excellent! Um, I can't undo the clasp. Could your maid not... Uh... No, no, if you want the necklace, you must take it yourself. My goodness. Are you certain? I wouldn't have told you to if I wasn't. All right. Truly, thank you. Safe travels. And you. that cannot be obliged to wear a necklace that was cruelly stolen from me by a wicked highwayman which is definitely what happened and what you shall both tell Captain Bailey if he asks yes miss you can be a tricksy thing when you set your mind to it and I never knew you to be such a flirt oh good I did it right then I'd say so now put your cloak back on before you catch your death No man did the highwayman so delight in troubling as Captain Bailey, who acted as though the farmers of the county grew their crops solely to feed his soldiers, the cobblers cobbled only to repair souls worn through from marching, and any maid servant or stable boy should appreciate the privilege of cleaning his manor or stables. And to this very mansion, a certain carriage rolled, up the drive precisely lined with the blue spikes of lupin flowers. It'll be all right, miss. You can't know that for certain. Good evening, Miss Witherby Hastings, and welcome. Captain? Come inside, you must be cold. Your journey was pleasant, I hope. Actually, um, sir, if I may be so bold... You may not. Hmm. But... Oh. Captain, what my maid was trying to say... Terribly impertinent. I shall recommend a replacement in due time. Valet, the lady's cloak. Yes, sir. Captain? You needn't shout, Miss Witherby Hastings. I'm, I'm sorry, but Captain, I must tell you, on our way here we were robbed. Robbed? Why did you not say so immediately? I... you... Not by a man in a coat of purple velvet? The... The same. You 
know of him? That rogue has been a constant plague since I was stationed here two years ago. He's only been getting bolder, and now this. What did he take? The... the... necklace. My grandmother's pearl necklace. My grandmother's pearl necklace that I gave to you upon our engagement. Yes. <sighs> He's trying to goad me, the villain. Worry not, Miss Weatherby Hastings. I shall send him to the noose soon enough. Oh. Good. Valet, the lady's cloak. I will not tell you a third time. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. The valet will show you to our quarters. Oh, uh, you were not harmed, were you? No, I was not. Good. Sleep well, Miss Witherby Hastings. There is much preparation to be done in the next few days. This way, miss. I just... When I told him we were robbed, he went on and on about capturing the highwayman and nearly forgot to ask whether I'd been hurt. And he kept interrupting me. Felt like talking to my father. And the poor valet, he looked terrified. Maggie, I can't find much to relish about the prospect of a life by his side. Miss, it's only the first day. Perhaps he is... overwrought from the wedding preparations. He told me I should replace you. Imagine! I'd never manage without you. Well... One thing's for certain, he can bloody well try to have me replaced if he wants, but I'm not going anywhere. Ah, oh, bless you. No. W- where is it? What? I had it in my pocket. Where'd it go? Miss. Val. Breathe. What have you lost? I don't lose things. The highwayman, he must have taken it. The following morning, in a little cottage with a pink door. Chop the cabbage smaller, please, Phelan. Hmm. Perhaps I'll run it through with Mama's sword instead. <laughs> what were you planning to run through with my sword? Good morning, Leisha, my love. Morning, Eileen. Morning, Phelan. You got home safe last night? I always do. Good. Will you set the table, please? Anything for you, my love. 
Thank you, my love. Blech. Hush you. So, what's for breakfast? Cabbage. Again. Ugh. <sighs> uh, is that why you're in a bad mood? I am not. Perhaps a tale of adventure will cheer you up? Your adventure? Of course. Well, I suppose it might. Last night, when only the remnants of daylight coated the sky, I stopped a fancy carriage with a grand young lady inside. The strange thing, though, was that she had no riches to steal. <sighs> this isn't very interesting so far. Well, I'm just about to get to the interesting bit. She was wearing a necklace of pearls hidden under her cloak. I wouldn't have noticed it, but she pulled off her cloak all dramatic so I could see it and told me to take it. She said she detested it. Is this one of those creative liberties, or do you actually have the pearls? Well, those will be a boon if I can find someone to sell to with enough money to buy. Did she really give it to you? She really did, but what she didn't give me was this. <gasps> A book! You stole it from her. Right out of her pocket when I took the necklace. What does it say, Phelan? The exploits of Robin Hood, the thief. <laughs> so I stole a Robin Hood book. Thank you, Mama. You know, we're so proud of you, Phelan. Learning to read. All right. Can I go until breakfast is ready? It'll only be a few minutes, but fine. You know, I think she was rather enamored with me. That lady. Of course you do. After all, who could detest such a dashing rogue as I? You certainly didn't. Oh, shush. Anyway, I was telling Faylin. I'm going into town later today. The Hogans have caught a cold again. Oh, dear. Send them my well wishes. And check the wanted posters, too, while you're there. I must know whether Captain Bailey still thinks I've got a mustache. It was somewhere near here, I'm sure. Perhaps he's not out at all tonight. Oh, no, this is mad. What am I doing? M Maggie's right. He's a criminal. He should be apprehended. Even if it is by Captain Bailey. It doesn't matter that he's charming and handsome and he laughed at my jokes and... No, no, this is, this is foolish. Dangerous. And if the captain catches me... Oh, I should never have... Are you lost, lad? Lad? Is something wrong? No, well... Yes. I I'm from yesterday, remember? Well, I'll be damned. 
The lady with the pearls and the sarcasm. What are you doing alone on the moorland at midnight, dressed as a stable boy? Is that a sword? I was looking for you. Oh, I'm flattered. What do you want me for, stable boy? You stole my book, didn't you? Ah, you noticed that. I am a thief. I want it back. Hmm, that is unfortunate for you. Please. Surely you can find another copy. I want that copy. It's mine. Not anymore, I'm afraid. Good night, stable boy. Wait. A duel. The winner receives the book. Where did you get an officer's saber? Perhaps I killed him. Did you? No. Well then, what? Are you afraid you'll lose? Oh, provoking my ego. Very clever. Will you fight me or not? I suppose I could use some practice. I accept, but I won't go easy. Neither will I. Leave your gun by your horse, please. Ah, you're learning. Guard it well, Horace. To the disarm. Tame. Fine, to the disarm. Begin. This is your first real duel, isn't it? You're rather good, though. How did you learn to fight? Stop distracting me. No, I'm curious. Practice? Not a very ladylike pursuit, many would say. I've never felt like a lady. You do look handsome in that waistcoat. You're right. No one would ever let me learn, but I wanted to so badly. I found out that my brother's fencing master was having an affair with the housekeeper. <laughs> uh, you blackmailed him? <laughs> Devious. You'll never win standing there like a brick wall, only defending. I've never used this sword before. What? It never even practiced? Never. You've not given up, have you? Of uh, uh, course not. I won. I won. You're magnificent. I'm not. Uh... Now, I'll have my book back, please. Ah, uh, yes. The book. Well, I, I don't have it with me. Oh. But you agreed to the terms of the duel? You really thought I'd hold to an agreement of honor? I, I'm a thief, a criminal, an outlaw. Whoa. All right. What are you going to do to not kill me, I hope? You don't seem the type for murder. Then again, you didn't seem like the type to best be in a duel either. I had a lot of time to practice. Well... As much as I'd love to stand here all night with you. Don't move. Alright. That's a lovely cravat pin. Why, thank you? 
stolen, I suppose? No, actually. It was a gift. Perfect. I will take that, thank you. Hey, what? What's Wait still? a second. Do you know about the cliff above the sea near here? Yes. I shall wait for you there tomorrow night, and if you bring me my book, I will return your cravat pin. <laughs> fine, fine. I'll uh, be there. After all, I wouldn't want this to be the last time I see you. Really? Against my better judgment, perhaps. But yes. Good. I... I will see you then. Um... Good night. Well, Horace, I've been outwitted, haven't I? And I don't think I mind at all. Good morning. Morning, my love. Did you want something? Who do you think I ran into last night? I've no idea. The lady with the pearls, dressed in a stable boy's clothes and carrying a saber I'm fairly certain she stole. Ah, a story. And a good one. You know what she did? What? She challenged me to a duel for her Robin Hood book. <laughs> and and what did you say? I said yes. Oh, poor girl. Well, my love, here's the thing. She won. She did not. She did. So, of course, I told her I still wouldn't give it to her. I sense there's still a twist. There is... She, um, she took my cravat pin to ransom for the book, which I can't give her, obviously. Phelan's reading it. So, you really did lose a duel to a high society lady? I really did. She was good. Better than good. You don't mind about the pin? No, it was hardly worth anything. You gave it to me. It's worth the world. Oh, shut up. Leisha? The thing is, I, I may have given her the impression that I would come to meet her to trade the book for the pin. And why would you have done that, then? Well... Oh, you've caught feelings, haven't you? Yeah. She's a gorgeous lady with a sword. What was I supposed to do? But I can't tell her about you and Phelan, so I don't know what I'll say when I show up without the book. She's clearly attached to it. Mama? Here. This is yours, darling. No. It's your sword, ladies. 
How long have you been listening? The whole time. You want to see her, don't you? And she really wants her book. You don't have to. I know, but if it's special to her, I feel bad having it. Take it. Is that all right, Eileen? That's very kind of you, Phelan. And I do understand the allure of gorgeous ladies with swords. Yes, go ahead, but please be careful. I'm always... No, you're not. I mean it. I know you'll keep us safe, but keep yourself safe, too. Yes, ma'am. Good. Besides, I'd quite like to meet this mysterious sword thief myself one day. Now, go do your hair, Phelan. Fine. There you are. Good evening. Good evening, my book. All business tonight, then? You did bring it. Yes, yes. I I'm only teasing. It's right here. Who are you, stable boy? Why do you care? You've quite the air of mystery, you know. And at this point, I'm simply dying of curiosity. You'll have to keep on dying then. My book, please. Thank you. And my pin? I can hardly keep riding around with my cravat flapping in my face like a fool. You think that's all it would take for you not to not seem a fool? <laughs> Will you allow me? Uh, very well. Thank you. I suppose May now... I ask? Oh, oh y you first. Ask away. Mm. I think I have been under the impression that, uh, forgive me if I've misinterpreted, that we are conducting a flirtation, is that correct? <laughs> yes, I thought that was fairly clear. Probably, but I can never tell for certain. Well, since we are speaking plainly, I'd like to see you again, if I may. Me too, but not for a few days. I have... I'll be busy. Uh, a week from now? Alright. Uh, I won't pry, though you're tempting me terribly. Have you far to walk from here? I don't mind a longer ride if it gives you a shorter walk. Here's fine. I like the sound of the sea. Alright. Get home safe, stable boy. And you, thief. While the highwayman continued on, as he always did, thieving by night and by day laughing with her wife and daughter, despite their spare fare, Val was married to Captain Bailey. The church bells rung hollow with her vows, and she sat still as the dance music was struck up.
A pleasure to see you again. How is your... Uh, Captain? Yes, Lieutenant? Uh, you requested I report any news of the Highwayman to you immediately. Uh, does this extend even to your wedding celebration? Please excuse us for a moment, Mr. Smith. Think, Lieutenant. What was my order? Uh, to report immediately, Captain. That is correct, Lieutenant. Of course, Captain. Um, the highwayman has once again stolen goods rightfully requisitioned by the Southern Brigade. No doubt to return to the common folk. I must have a word with the sergeant when I next see him. As for the highwayman, I shall have that scandal in custody soon enough, Lieutenant. Uh, how, Captain? He's evaded us for years. Because we were too... predictable. Too by the book. As an army should be, of course, but we must be... innovative, Lieutenant. Why should we play fair when he's breaking the law? Accosting high-born ladies? He fancies himself a hero, so we shall give him the opportunity to be one. Uh, oh, uh, I think I understand. V very clever, Captain. One of the recruits used to be in theatre, correct? Uh, correct, Captain. And as always, you are always correct. <laughs> I shall give you your orders concerning this shortly. For now, I shall dance with my wife. Yes, of course. And congratulations, Captain. Mrs. Bailey? Captain Bailey. You look lovely for once. You ought to wear silken jaws more often than they bring out your scant feminine features. Uh... A dance? Of course. <laughs> you won't have to fear for your jewellery much longer. I won't. Soon, the highwayman will be mine. Oh, that's wonderful. How? Military tactics, Mrs. Bailey. Rather, over your head, I'm sure. Oh, of course. Do you think the captain's lost it at last? <laughs> that would make life a lot nicer for us, wouldn't it? No, he's as sharp as ever. Just angrier. You, you shouldn't speak of the captain like that. What for years? <laughs> How? He was all the way back there, hiding among the trees. Besides, you're supposed to be a prisoner, so shut up. Oh, here he comes. <clears throat> Come with us, peasant! Oh god. I'm innocent, I tell you. Let me go. 
No, I will not. Sir, please help me. I've done nothing wrong. Good evening, soldiers. Beyond your way, we are taking this man to prison. More a boy than a man, soldier. What could he have done that warrants prison? Not this. Murder. Pickpocket. I mean, murderer. Murder and pickpocketing? That's what you say, sir, but I haven't done either. I thought we agreed it was pickpocketing. No, it's always murder. If either you had read the antecedent action I prepared, you'd know it was... Halt! Scoundrel! Blast! You are hereby under... Stop him! Did I say shoot? Men, did I give the order to shoot? No, Captain. That's right. I said stop him. He's to be captured alive, so he may be hanged, as is his due. I, I just thought... I did not ask what you thought. I will see that man hanged, so if you've killed him, on your head be it. You are dismissed. Um... Oh? Was I unclear? <laughs> You were dismissed from the army. But, Captain! I expect your uniform and arms to be returned by morning. Yes, Captain. Come on, boy. Come on. We're, we're almost out the cliffs. Stable boy? There you are. I can't tell how lovely it is to see you. Oh. Thanks. Oh, zones. Ah, that really hurts. What, what's, what's wrong? Here, sit, sit down. What, what, what's I wrong? Was, what happened? Uh, shot. <laughs> oh, no. Soldiers, uh, Captain, uh, was a trap. Bloody Captain Bailey. Didn't she tell me to be careful? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't matter right now. Uh, where's the wound? Only, uh, only graced my ribs, I think. Only? Oh, that's so much blood. Uh, just, um, uh, keep your hand there for a moment. I'll use my waistcoat to, uh, bandage it. Hey, thief, stay awake. Awake? For you? I don't know this county well. I'll need you to direct me to the closest doctor. No. You'll die. Not closest. If it's money, I can pay. Not money. Do know but... the nearest village. Here, I'll uh, bandage. Uh... <laughs> uh... Well, shit. Look, I, I can explain later when you're not bleeding out. Thanks. Sounds. I do know the village. 
three miles north of there. Cottage. Pink door. Big herb garden. All right. You're an angel, stable boy. Shut up. Uh, can Horace carry you? <laughs> no, poor thing, I suppose I will then. Why on earth didn't you ride directly to the most enigmatic cottage, you daft thing? <laughs> Promised I'd meet you, didn't I? Hello, darling. Sorry to disturb you. Come inside. Uh, this man has been shot. He said a doctor lives... Yes, lay him here. I, I know it's dangerous to bring her... I, I couldn't think of... What else? I... I'm sorry. Don't apologize. We can deal with all that later. You, there are bandages and herbs in that drawer. Bring them here. Uh, are you going to wake the doctor? <laughs> she Love. is I am the, doctor. the doctor. Or close enough. But you're a... Uh... Woman, yes. Do you want him to live or not? Of course, I... Uh... Bandages, herbs... Yes. Sorry! Sorry about her. It's only that she's worried. I understand. Here. Thank you. Eileen, she... Mother, do you need... Mama? I'm fine, darling. Don't worry. Your mother is patching me up. Phelan, he'll be alright. That's... That's a lovely name, Phelan. Thanks. I chose it myself. Chose it? Uh... Yeah. Are you hurt? You've got blood all down your front. Oh, no, it's a... Uh... Oh. Phelan, go back to bed, please. I can manage on my own. I'll come tell you what happened as soon as I'm done. Uh, uh all right. I see you sacrificed your waistcoat. Uh, yes. Smart. He, he... He might not have made it if you didn't. I did, though. I'm sorry. I scared you and... and Phelan. It's not your fault. Yeah, it's Captain Bailey's fault. He shot you. One of his men. I hope he sits on a bee's nest. <laughs> Oh, you'd like to get home, I'm sure. 
Uh, Wait. Eileen, she knows. Her. I would certainly like to know what, what is going on. The two of you seem very well acquainted. And Leisha, that's not a man's name, is it? Because you're not a man. And just what is going on? A man could be called Leisha if he wanted to be. But you're not a man, are you? No. Come here, stable boy. Leisha. She saved my life, Eileen. I owe her the truth, at least. Uh, yes, please. I'm not a man. Though I wouldn't really say I'm a woman, either. And Eileen and I were married. Oh. What? Uh, not legally, of course, but what does legally matter to us anyway? And we don't limit ourselves to just each other romantically. As a highwayman, I don't have a family. Keeps them safer. That's why I didn't tell you. I shouldn't have gotten involved at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've always tried to ignore it, you know. Ignore? How I felt sometimes about girls? Oh. There was no point, I thought, in pursuing anything. Nothing with a girl could last beyond stolen moments and dusty shadows. No matter how much I wished it would, and I fancied boys too, so I thought maybe I still had a chance at a life with someone I actually loved. And, well, that didn't happen. Until I met you, Leisha. Not that, I mean, we've only just met, but you and Eileen, you have the life I abandoned hope for years ago. Ah, sweetheart. Does that mean you'll come back? If you'll have me? We will. I, I know I was curt earlier, but I am grateful. Oh, oh, of course. Uh, that's why you're so upset. Your, your wife nearly... I, I'm sorry, I should go now. You don't have to. I do. Not not because of you, but I will be back. Where's my salt gone? Here. When did you... When you came in, in case you decided to run off and hand us into Captain Bailey. I would never do that. Ah, uh, had a run-in with him, have you? No, I've... Never met him. Why would you... You'd be far from the only one around here he's bullied or stolen from you. I'm not. He... All right. Keep your secrets. Point is, I like you. We both do. But our daughter comes first. Good. That's... That's good. Before you go, I don't suppose you'd tell us your name now you know ours? Uh... Val, you, you may call me Val. As many nights as he could manage, Val crept from the captain's manor to meet Leisha. Sometimes they wandered the moors together, talking. 
Sometimes they rode to the cottage. Val got into the habit of hiding in the large pockets of his dress the fine food the captain's cook served and bringing it to Eileen. If Phelan was still awake, she and Val would read together, or Val and Leisha crossed swords in the yard, careful not to tread on Eileen's herbs. Though Val never told Maggie where he went, and Maggie never asked, she still washed the stable boy's clothes for him. Captain Bailey was largely absent from the manor, absorbed by his hunt for the highwayman. <sighs> Pardon me. You've been terribly tired these last few weeks, Mrs. Bailey. Are you ill? Uh, perhaps I am. Yes? Shall I summon a doctor? Oh, that's quite all right, thank you. If you are ill... I just... I know you are occupied with capturing a highwayman. I wouldn't want you to take unnecessary time away from that. I'm, I'm fine. Hmm. Well, at least have your hair done properly today. I'd be ashamed for any of my officers to see you so disheveled. Oh, of course. I must be off. Good day. <sighs> He's going to figure it out sooner or later. Maggie, just consider it. Stay home, get a full night's sleep. I just want you to be safe. That will never happen while I'm married to him. While I'm trapped in here, I'd rather take the risk and be happy. You got your book back. What else is out there in the middle of the night? Maggie? If I tell you something, something terribly secret, will you promise, even if you think I'm awful, will you promise never to tell anyone? Well, I'm a little concerned that you're about to admit to murder. No, it's not that. A joke, a joke, of course. Always. I would never tell another soul your secrets. And I'd never tell yours. I'm in love. Not with the captain, I assume. No. With... a woman. Maggie? I thought so. How? I've tidied your room for years. You think I didn't notice that book with paintings of Sappho you always kept at the bottom of your bureau? And... people like us. We have a sense for our room. You also... Yeah. All right, that was the first part. There's more? Oh, please don't hate me. What could possibly- It's the highwayman. That's who I've been meeting? No. Yes, he's a, not a man after all. That bastard who robbed us? That's who I've been helping you sneak out to see? Yes. I can't believe this. You can't tell anyone. You know I'd never, but of all the people- Oh, shut up. You know, I can sort of see it now. And with her, I could buy a new name. A new name? It just feels more like me. Valentine. Oh, that really suits you. Thank you, Maggie.
Thank you, Eileen. That was delicious. Yes, thank you. You're all very welcome. And thank you, Valentine. We couldn't have had beef stew without the beef. Excellent quality, too. An excellent cook needs excellent ingredients. You're sweet. You really needn't keep bringing us food, Valentine. I've told you. It's the least I can do. Phelan, uh, I have something for you, too. <laughs> really? But you love it. I've had it for ages, but I don't really read it anymore. Here. Oh, thank you. But you can borrow it sometimes, if you want. Only when I'm not reading it. Thanks. Um, I've been thinking, actually. There is another thing I'd like to help with. You don't need to help. We like having you here. What is it, Valentine? I know it's been hard for the three of you while Leisha has been healing. Mm-hmm. And now that Leisha's recovered, I could join you to help steal back what the army's been taking. You're not offering just because you feel bad for eating our food. No. And you do know it's very dangerous. Yes, don't worry. I'll protect you. (laughs) Well, I, for one, would be thrilled for Leisha to have a competent swordsman by her side out there. Well then, I'd be honored to have you as my highwayman's apprentice. Good evening, sir. You look very dashing. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you, you're, uh, you look nice, too. <laughs> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, thanks, Horace. Um, I- I'm ready, but uh, will you go over the plan once more? Of course. We ride to the garrison and wait just out of sight for the soldiers to deliver the flower they took yesterday. I will distract them while you and Horace sneak around behind and take the fly. Right. Uh, Let's go. Not so fast. Captain Bailey, what a displeasure to see you again. A displeasure indeed. Men, seize him. Why don't you fight me yourself, Captain? This is not France, you rogue. You're a criminal, and you're surrounded. Lay down your arms. Val, run. Val. Mrs. Bailey, I have been searching for that saber for weeks. Mrs. Bailey? We must have a talk. Later. Lieutenant. Return Mrs. Bailey home while I escort the thief to prison. Yes, sir. Val, he's... You're... You said you didn't! Men. 
follow me, ma'am, and I'll take that sword. Val? Thank you. Val, all this time you were married to him? March. Val, did you tell him? Answer me, did you bring him here? Oh, I, I didn't. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't. Come along, ma'am. Captain Bailey and his men marched the highwaymen to prison. The lieutenant escorted Val back to the manor, up the stairs to her room, and closed the door behind her. The key clattered in the lock. It behooves me to inform you, Mrs. Bailey, that the highwayman has been sentenced to the noose, bright and early tomorrow morning. I understand that a woman's passion's a flighty thing, but in time, with the object of your destruction dealt with, you may certainly be forgiven. I'm not a woman. Speak up, girl. How did you get that back? I'm not a girl. I'm not a woman. I gave you your chance. Far more than you deserve for your infidelity, but this... Now I believe the only place you belong is in a madhouse. My love is not flighty. It is steady and strong, and you never even came near to earning it. Give me the sword back before you hurt yourself with it. Just... Try and take it. Surely has lost it. Fine. Good. Oh, sorry. You thought you could just leave after everything you've done to me to so many people in this county. Mrs. Bates. Draw your sword. You. How, how are you? You. You've been possessed. This is madness. Stop. Stop. I. I don't. I shall... You... One last thing, Captain. My name is Valentine. month thinking about what I would say to him if I could. Right in hell, dead bastard. <laughs> right. We should go. Y- yes, yes, uh, that's... 
Captain Bailey's blood bloomed through his shirt. Valentine relieved him of his coat, breeches, hat, and sword. Maggie, having gotten quite adept at stealing clothing, found herself a soldier's uniform. So the captain, a little bloody and a little thinner, followed by a soldier, made his way through the dark to the prison. Go on, Valentine. I'm right behind you. All right. Soldier? Yes, Captain. Let us in. Yes, Captain. Wait. Captain, I'm not permitted to allow anyone to enter the highwayman's cell after... Are you questioning my orders, soldier? Well, y- No, but... Is that blood? That is none of your concern. I suggest you grant us entry wouldn't want it to become known that you question your superiors, would you? Captain... No, Captain. You are dismissed. But I, I can't leave my post. Sorry, Captain. Yes. I'll wait right out here. What do you want now, you greedy lout? Oh, Aisha, it's me. Valentine. Yes, I've come to- To what? Glow? Congratulations. You beat me at my own game. Are you happy? Uh, no! What? I can't believe you. Married to Captain Bailey. I trusted you with my family. Did you tell him about them too? Uh, no! I, I'm sorry! A little late for regret, isn't it? Would have been more helpful before you betrayed me. I, I didn't! Come on. Don't pretend. Pretend what? It was an elaborate ambush, even for him. It usually involves more guns and less. Well. And now this. What is this for? One last twisted trip? Uh, no, I- I'm here to get you out. <laughs> oh, nice try. I-, I am, and it wasn't an ambush. I never told him about you, not a word. Right. I swear. Are you bleeding? What? Oh, no. Uh, Captain Bailey died by his own sword this evening. He... What? I I was the one wielding the sword, of course. (sighs) Leisha, I I never told him a thing about you or Eileen or Phelan. It wasn't my choice to marry him. It was his and my father's. Why do you think I only met you at night? If I'd known what he was like before the wedding, maybe I would have mustered the courage to run then, instead of now, and after I put you in danger. I was so careful every time I stole away, but last night he 
must have seen. If all that is true, why didn't you tell me? I'm sorry. I should have. It's only that I feared... I saw how you despised him, and rightfully so. I feared you'd despise me too, and now you do anyway. I don't despise you, and I believe you. I just... Forgive my overreaction. I had convinced myself you were working against me this whole time, but I can see that doesn't make sense. It wasn't an overreaction. I'm truly sorry. Well, we've both had a turn lying to each other now. I think saving my life a second time makes up for yours. Where will you go now, stable boy? I uh, hadn't thought that far, in all honesty. Oh, dear. Uh... We'll have to ask Eileen first, but there's room at the cottage. Right, uh, yes. You know what this means. But what means? Fighting the captain. Breaking me out of prison? You're no apprentice anymore, Val. You're Robin Hood. Tranthologies is a trans anthology podcast distributed by the Listless Network and produced by Alex Abrahams and Zoe Davis. The Gay Highwayman was written and directed by Ronan Fernsel and edited by Miri Newman. In today's episode, you heard the voices of Zoe Davis as Val, Emily Laris as Leisha, Cry MJ as Captain Bailey, Alex Abrahams as the Lieutenant, CVVM as Eileen, Ari Maloney as Maggie, Nigel McKeown as Phelan, and Alex Abrahams and Grace Rurka as additional voices. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you tune in tomorrow for another delightfully trans story. But until then, remember... (laughs) 